0: This episode is sponsored by Browse by Dean. Get your brows beat by the baddest bitch in town, Dean Brown. All information can be found on the Browse by Dean Facebook page. And now, on to the show!
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Blood Best Friends podcast. Get ready to laugh your ass off dive into personal stories, gain some insight, and talk about this crazy thing called life.
0: This is Megan, your favorite fat pan witch.
1: And this is Dean, your favorite brow slaying And together, we're your blunt best friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck, I forgot to say it. <laughs> In today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental health, and how I'm the crazier one of the two of us, and Dean's just a little cute and anxious sometimes.
1: Bitch, don't undermine my anxiety, okay? <laughs> and the anxiety is not cute.
0: My anxiety sure ain't cute. It's full of uh, shaking and heavy breathing, and not the good kind of heavy breathing
1: either. <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody's symptoms is different, like my, or not symptoms, right, well, wait, what what's it called? Yeah, like, your physical, like... Uh,
0: mm-hmm, them things that let you know you're about to freak the fuck out in the Walmarts.
1: Yep, mm-hmm, the Walmarts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody talks about, like, uh, what's yours again? Like, you're... Do you feel, like, dizzy or, like...
0: It'll start... It starts down here, like, in my solar plexus, and it starts to rise up, and I can just feel it like in my hands I'll start shaking and shit and I'm like oh nope got to get the fuck out of here because if I don't get to a safe space as soon as possible I'll start to dissociate and when I dissociate my brain is just checks me right out to keep me safe.
1: Wow and that happens in yeah. public? mm-hmm Wow okay. Yeah. Um, My what? there's like a huge like tingle in my chest mm-hmm. and my heart starts beating like super fast Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I feel like I'm about to throw up Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and when I lots of
0: trigger warnings by the way we're going to be talking about all kinds of mental health shit so if you can't hang we should have said that before but whatever this is my podcast our (laughs) podcast
1: (laughs) just a scoot scoot and whenever you have room or space that you can listen to this again then come on back but yeah lots of trigger warnings um yeah I feel like I'm about to throw up and whenever I do have like a panic attack um like a like a full-blown one like I'll start gagging that's how like I really yeah you didn't know that no yeah so I have like this really weird physiological and I know where it stems from and I can talk about that later or we can talk about that now
0: I don't know. I, I can't <laughs> even imagine anything.
1: It's really scary because um, when I was younger, I guess I'm talk about it now. <laughs> when I was younger, my, you know, I've always been, like, small, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad used to try to force me to eat in the mornings. Uh, oh, yeah. I am me Yeah. So, I just, um, you know, so, I mean, mm-hmm. wake up some mornings and you're not, like, hungry. hungry and bro. he'd be, like, he tried to, like, make this big bowl of cereal with like you know just a whole bunch of milk and a whole bunch of cereal and um, yeah would try to like force me to eat it and again like some mornings it just wouldn't be hungry and uh, of course I would have like that kind of gaggy reflex and so I don't know if like that's just been like programmed in my brain here as a freak out moment response Um, it's really annoying and then I have trouble with the dentist too so like whenever they're trying to do those um, x-rays you know they put those plastic inserts in your mouth yeah whenever I think about that which I'm thinking about it now it makes me it makes me like hyped up Um, which is so crazy and like um, what
0: the x-rays and the dentist
1: yeah I know so, like... It's
0: just a thing that goes inside of your cheek.
1: Yeah. But I feel like something, you know, something's being shoved in my mouth. And...
0: Um, so, I mean, what about when you, like... Do that? Yeah.
1: That's different. That's, that's pleasurable.
0: So... Why I, can you distinguish between one and the other? Why can't you take well, from this thing... Not necessarily that it's pleasurable, but that it's okay... Right. And associated with, you know, the dentist thing.
1: Well, welcome to my fucked up brain.
0: Well, why don't you just think about sucking dicks next time you go to the dentist?
1: I'll, I'll. Try I'll. It. I'll <laughs> I'm serious. I'll take I'm that. I'm sorry
0: whoever your hygienist is, but.
1: I'll take that. Well, the thing is, too, like whenever I get that done. You need like, a boner. <laughs> no. And then. No, that, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> But she's just like, I remember like, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a minute. And so like, she's just like, breathe through your nose, breathe through your nose, breathe through your nose. And now whenever, what, you know, like, what do a lot of people who, um, try to help with anxiety, like whatever, what, what are the, um, tips all the time? It's just like, okay, be
0: breathe slowly, uh through your nose out through your mouth. Right.
1: And that shit does not work for me because like. If I'm, like, trying to breathe through my nose or I'm just trying to, like, be conscious of my breath, like, it actually sends me even more into a spiral. It's, if you're trying to be
0: conscious of your breath, so how do you meditate?
1: Oh, well, my... Well, yeah, my, medita- my meditation practice does start with, like, breathing. Um, it's It's tough sometimes. Like, at the beginning of it, I just kind of have to, like, remind myself and just be like, okay, like you're okay um
0: really for meditation
1: yes yes so it goes my meditation practice it goes from like uh breathing Mm -hmm. into like mindfulness and then into like a mantra thing and then um kind of like a safety stop if you will that's what they call it and like you can use that time to kind of not just pull out of the mantra so fast and then either use that time for gratitude or use that time for like manifesting Mm -hmm. and so but the breathing sometimes is yeah it's hard it's i have to get my whenever i started my meditation practice too because i kind of learned this new meditation practice like um actually at the beginning of this pandemic and um what was going to say the 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 breathing part of it was is hard and when i was starting the meditation practice my heart would just like start racing really yeah and so i would my heart would start racing i would try to be conscious of my breath and then once you kind of get into the mindfulness part of it which is which is what a lot of people do they kind of like uh, you know be in tune with like what you hear what you can taste what you you know even see with your eyes closed mm-hmm. all of that um, you know that's a good tactic too, right? Like to be yeah. able to.
0: It I, helps ground you and keep you present in the moment. Yes. Instead so. of in your head.
1: Correct. So that part was actually kind of like start to de-excite my nervous system, which is you know the point I think to meditation is, and then I can get into the mantra and and all of that. So, but yeah, breathing breathing sometimes is. And I have very shallow breaths too, and I think that's another kind of common um, thing with people. Anxiety is just having like a really shallow mm-hmm. breath, and so it's it's a uh, it's tough out here for a G, but the but my <laughs> and the G stands for gay, <laughs> but yeah, well let's yeah let's talk about you, and then we'll bounce back to me. Um,
0: you're so interesting, though.
1: <laughs> I already know
0: all about me, but I don't know about you, apparently. Well,
1: I don't know. I don't know a lot about you either, because like I know you struggled for a very long time. I don't know exactly <clears throat> when. I know, and I didn't even Since know. Since I was a little kid. See, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that.
0: Because you hide it. You don't know that not everybody's not going through that when you're little, and then you kind of start to figure it out once you get older. But, I mean, my shit started... I started having panic attacks, like, attacked in high school, sophomore year.
1: Yeah. So, that's when I remember, you know.
0: No, I carried a lot of animosity because I felt like nobody was there for me. But, I mean, y'all were... We were children. We were, yeah. Y'all didn't know how to deal with that shit.
1: Right. And I honestly did not have any kind of anxiety like that during grade school or even like my anxiety started four years ago like my yeah my my symptoms and my like panic attacks my panic disorder started like four years ago and
0: I think a lot of people tend to start a little bit later than mine did yeah but I mean I've been carrying depression and anxiety my whole life it just started manifesting into these attacks Mm mm-hmm And it was crazy. Like, I've fainted and shit before and, like, forgotten where I was and been in one place and ended up in another place. And Mm. it's bad. Um, But I just, I I tend to talk about it after the fact, after I come out of it. I don't really talk about my problems while I'm in them because I feel like I'm just burdening people. Mm. Because... I know for me that it takes a lot of bandwidth, and I don't mind helping people with their problems, but it still takes a lot of bandwidth for me to be able to help them, Yeah, and I know that not a lot of people are, how can I say this without being offensive? Well, I'm empathic, right? I can feel what other people feel.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: These people, they don't understand. I feel like they're just listening to appease me and that's not what i need and but they feel obligated to and i don't want anybody to feel obligated to me yeah i don't want to be a chore for someone else
1: right um no i get that 100 <coughs> um i'm i'm the same way too i don't like to talk about it during because i feel like i still need to be processing like what my shit what my shit is mm-hmm. i need to be kind of like I want to save myself and get myself out of it or at least through some of the woods and then be able to talk to somebody to get me all the way out of the woods, if you will. Yeah. You know? So, um, that's why, like, you know, like, in the other episode, I just was just like, I hope I'm showing up for you okay, you know? like, Like, I get worried about that because I don't want you to think that you are a burden on somebody, like, me, you know. So mm-hmm.
0: but I mean, if somebody had to experience the full depths of what I go through on a daily basis, say at least once a week, mm-hmm. they would fucking get sick of me. <laughs> That's why I keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because I'm bipolar, right? I'm I have bipolar manic or um, manic depression is bipolar. I have bipolar too. I have PTSD I have borderline personality disorder generalized anxiety disorder and chronic depression that's a lot for me to deal with much less another human and it I never know what my day is going to be like when I wake up I could have a great day I could have an anxious day I can have an angry day I can have uh I'm okay right now later I'm crazy I never know and that's even with medication and therapy mm. I never know what my day is going to be like it just depends. And I don't want to subject other people to that. So I pull it together enough to function.
1: Yeah, you do a really good job. <laughs> and
0: meanwhile, I've got a million fucking things going on up here. It's one reason why I stay busy all the time. Because if my mind quiets, I break down.
1: Yeah, and that's... I think people are afraid to <clears throat> meditate for that reason. So, like, when you go into a grounding slash meditating Space, how do you because in my meditation practice, and like you know, what I think are good meditation practices, are thoughts are not the enemy, so it's not really about people are just like I can't quiet my mind, I can't just you know, um, silence my brain, and that's I, my meditation practice, like that's not the goal, mm-hmm. um, so. What is what does your practice look like? Whatever you do,
0: I I like guided meditations. I don't have any particular one that I use, but okay. I um I just tend to focus on my breath until I feel calm. Yep, and then I'll try to visualize anything, just whatever I need to see. There are certain things. One of them I read in the excerpt out of this book, where you walk through this flower garden and it's full of chocolate roses. Okay. You, you know, you see the rose, you hear hear the air rushing through the garden or whatever. Okay. You taste the rose. Oh, wow. You feel the rose. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, I use that because I'm fat (laughs) and I like chocolate and I like plants. Yes. Um, and I'll use that, but I use mine as a lead in to talk to spirit because Mm. I talk to dead people. Yeah. So if I need to reach my mom, or I want to talk to my grandmother, or if somebody needs to, you know, if somebody's been like, hey, can you let me know if you hear from, you know, whoever. Okay. Then I'll see if I can try to reach them. But I use those visualizations as like connecting to that side. Because once you... This was not supposed to go into woo-woo shit. No. Oh,
1: my God. You, like, scared me because you, like, look at the screen. And I was like, have we not been recording this entire time? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, we're recording. I'm feeling guilty for talking about my woo-woo shit and not No, please
1: talk about woo-woo shit.
0: <clears throat> so, I connect to that other side or whatever, and that's what I use my meditation time to do. But... If I can't, if I've just been completely exhausted and drained, I get what I call monkey brain, where everything is just intrusive, and I can't focus on what I'm trying to do. Okay. And then I usually just end up falling asleep. Okay. Because I can actually wear myself out trying to
1: yes. connect. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, that's my meditation practice. <laughs> it's It's either guided or I do it on my own. I don't have anything set that I do every day
1: you suggested something to me a while back that i need to remember as a grounding exercise you, what was it about the the roots like imagining like you
0: literally imagine roots coming like out of your ass mm-hmm. but they go down into the earth and then all the negative energy goes down into those roots and passes down into the earth because the earth can handle it and we cannot
1: Show can't shouting
0: (laughs) but not only that it's an exchange right you release your, your energy down into the earth but the earth can take it transform it into something else and release something positive back to you
1: oh nice
0: so it's like nourishing your spirit by cleansing and then taking back in
1: yeah part of my meditation practice too is you can also imagine like a beam of light coming out of your forehead and just kind of showering you know the earth and or the building you're in or you know the town and then consequently the rest of the planet and then the universe and then the galaxy (laughs) yeah um with all of that kind of positive like light and energy um so but just i mean the common theme is just to kind of be like Some kind of being in touch, like mindful of like some sensorial experience, like, right? Like Mm -hmm. you were saying, like eating the chocolates, so taste and smelling and you're
0: trying to heal the universe and I'm trying to eat the fucking garden,
1: whatever gets you through girl, (laughs) (laughs) but so, okay, I don't know if we could talk about, by the way, this is like basically a kind of like a continuation of our video that we did last week. Um, Yeah, which
0: they, I guess we could release it to them now that the patrons have seen it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it was in lieu of recording an episode because both of us were going through it that past week and Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we just, we we were going to record like a short little video for our patrons and it turned out to be almost 30 minutes because we know how to bullshit and we were thinking about what we were going to do this week and we're like, you know, let's just keep on talking about our shit but like I don't know if we could talk about mental health without kind of reaching a little bit into our childhood I don't know if you want to openly discuss that.
0: I'm okay with it I mean I wrote an article about it and yeah. threw it out on the internet yeah. that thousands of people read so. That's right. Might as well. Well. Oh you want me to start? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, I'll I'll say this. This is kind of what I was thinking of, how I could, like, kind of introduce my story. I started, you know, like I said, I got, I started getting kind of panicky and just on the cray-cray train for real, for real, like, four years ago before I moved to Chicago. And it's something that I had always wanted for a really long time. You know, we took that... Senior band trip to Chicago. You went.
0: My ass was Po. I didn't go. You didn't go? No, I was too we couldn't afford it.
1: Oh now I remember.
0: Yeah, I didn't
1: go. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, girl. I am sorry. But we you know, I went as a senior in high school and I just felt like an instant connection to the city. I don't know if it was because it was really like the biggest city I'd been to, you know, uh since being born (laughs) but um well one that i could remember but um yeah i just felt an instant connection i was like i want to move here like this is like this is it and i went to new york that same year that same summer and did not feel the same thing like really at all i hated new york i hated it and Mm -hmm. then i i went again a few years later just to kind of be like oh you know that was my senior year went with like a group that like you know, I went with like the popular kids, mm-hmm. and that was like not my cup of tea. The kids or the or the city? The kids. Really? But yeah. they love you. No, I had to like room and board with like the jocks, like the popular boys.
0: Oh, the boys! Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they wouldn't let you say with the girls.
1: No. Mm. Why? Because, I mean, like, they knew I was queer as a $3 bill, but, like, they didn't want, you know, just for, you know, they're conservative here.
0: Man, I would have hung out with the girls until they said lots out.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, like, I remember hanging out with the girls during the trip, but the thing is, Lord, I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to go into this story, but... Um, I was so uncomfortable, and like I didn't want to make any of those other boys feel uncomfortable because they knew I liked Dick. I mean, there's no secret, right? And so I didn't want to. I offered even to sleep in the chair in the hotel room instead of in the bed because I didn't want I didn't want them to think that I was going to like try to touch them, and they didn't want to sleep in the bed with me either because you know they would make. would probably make fun of whoever agreed to do it and like oh are you gay too and you know it's it's a whole big to do i know i I know stories like that just make you really upset
0: it makes me mad as fuck i just want to cuss them out
1: yeah so i slept in the chair And I did not get restful sleep in the chair like at all. So the next day I was like a zombie. Like they were asking me if I was okay. Like I was just like really out of it. So, I mean that part of the the trip too did not add to my experience. Um, So that's why I went a few years later to see like if it was just that, but no, New York's energy is, is even too much for me. So, but anyways, I wanted to move to Chicago. You guys kind of heard my trajectory, you know my trajectory. Right. I finally like made the leap 4 years ago when I was 29-30. And even though it was something that I wanted for so long, like a month before it really set in like holy shit, like I'm I'm going, right? Mm-hmm. And I started having panic attacks in the morning and I didn't know what was going on. I was because I would sit there and eat breakfast and I would have my iced coffee, which I miss so much. I would have my iced coffee and um, I s- either like start getting ready, like start to, you know, take a shower and all of that. And I would like, I was throwing up. I was like throwing up in the shower. I was getting like worked up. I thought the eggs were bad. I thought the coffee was like making me too jittery and just the coffee is like super strong. And, but what it was, it was just my, Anxiety and my panic just really being overhyped. Mm-hmm. And so I went to like the dock in the box and everything. Like, I would, because I was just like, what's going on with me? I thought I was like super sick. I thought you thought she was pregnant. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> and I needed to go on Maury to find out who the dad was. So, <laughs> who is the father? And the father was anxiety. So, <laughs> <laughs> father anxiety. So,
0: where's my child support bitch
1: <laughs> and so I was entering into the looney bin how do you feel about that when people say stuff like crazy or loony bin does it bother you? Does um, it?
0: I use those terms myself I've been to the looney bin okay, the great. nut house the cray cray place you know yeah. cray cray camp is what I like to call it too <laughs> cray cray camp
1: you know I was starting to kind of spiral in, into all of that but I knew that I still wanted to go mm-hmm. like I was like I, well I mean there were a few times where I was like okay I'd like I, have a, like, I second guessing if I wanted to go mm-hmm. and so but I made all these plans and I said I, I started looking up therapist in Chicago <laughs> I was like I'm going to work with somebody as soon as I get there I had a plan where I was going to go up there and I had brought enough savings to be able to kind of get settled for a little bit and so, uh, because I went to esthetician school as soon as I got up there, but I gave myself like a window of time to get settled, figure out my neighborhood and figure out, you know, the lay of the land before, Mm -hmm. you know, things got crazy. So. Yeah, that's what I did. And then I worked with a therapist for a little bit. And then I got into school, got into the swing of school. I had a few panic attacks at school. I remember calling you one time during that. And I was like, I can't do this. You know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, bitch, you can do it. I can't fucking do this.
1: Um, And so because I had all these fears of like, you know i of course I had the the fear of failing, but I also had the fear of success, and I had like you know the guilt of leaving my family and the and just all sorts of stuff um like not wanting to disappoint anybody, not wanting to disappoint myself, not you know just and then, but I didn't even take into account like the factor of like a huge major life decision and also a a transition like that that never occurred to me because I was just like oh I'm just I'm just moving to where I've always wanted to live (laughs) that's just you know that's kind of a big deal yeah and I did not take that into account at the time I thought I was just you know I was like trying to push that that thought back you know I was like it ain't ain't no thing just chicken wing in Chicago, <laughs> so, it's a Chicago dog. Yes, it is. And did you
0: ever fucking get to eat one of those for me? By the way, yes. Was it delicious? Yes, of course. Oh my god. Yeah. <sighs> I love them. Okay, back to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but as I was, you know, I kind of, I, I, well, a, I lost my insurance because I couldn't pay it anymore, so I wasn't able to go get the help that I needed, or at, at least I didn't think I could. But I just kind of started coasting, sort of like okay, like kind of got on my feet a little bit, and then it really started rolling up again when I was trying to make another transition, like from um, from the beauty world into possibly going into corporate America, and I was I was like, I gotta get help right now I was like okay so this is the deal like I don't I don't deal well with change I like to be complacent and safe and like we all do right Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to take chances and risk I mean that was why I did stay in Alabama for so long yeah you know I was just like oh I'm just gonna be you know I was in a relationship and I'm just gonna be in this bubble and I'm I'm good I'm safe I'm but I knew that if I was not going to take the leap at some point that I was never going to take the leap. And I'm glad I did. Um, but, ooh, baby child. <laughs> uh, it, took, it took a huge toll. So I, when I was kind of spiraling again, I was like, I need to go see somebody right now. I got to find some kind of sliding scale or something. Yeah, it's uh,
0: so hard to afford that shit out of pocket.
1: Yes, and so one of my clients in Chicago was just like, hey, I saw this dude, he really helped me see if he has any more sliding scale hours. Of course he didn't, and so he referred me to somebody else in his counseling group that, um, that I've been working with for the past, uh, like since last fall. Mm-hmm. And so I've been wanting to try to unpack a lot of like childhood trauma, you know, my favorite thing to talk about, Childhood trauma, why... What makes me tick? Why I am having, like, these thoughts of... You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. And just really kind of unpacking all of that.
0: That's such a plague of being a gifted child, though. That's really common with a lot of us. The you're not smart enough. You're not good enough. Whether there's trauma there or not.
1: Interesting. Because I... I mean... Yeah, and 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 us wanting to be, you know, perfectionist. Right. And
0: because we got so much praise for, oh, you're so smart, you're so smart. Yes. And then we don't succeed, and it's like, mm, what yeah. a waste.
1: Right. So.
0: Or we don't succeed by their standards. It's not that we don't succeed. We don't succeed by their standards.
1: Yeah, because well, what well, it's also hard too. Like when you are, quote unquote, gifted and and kind of. Smart, you know, just whatever, and and you're asked to do a another, again, a quote unquote, like simple task, but then you're like hyperly criticized, and just um, you're not doing that right. Or I'm talking about my dad here, <laughs> I'm actually talking about both my parents, but, but but mainly my dad would just be like so super hypercritical, and it was just that's where the um hesitation to even start comes from because like if you can't be perfect at it the first go around then you're no use.
0: I'm so like that. If I'm not good at something when I first attempt it I won't fuck with it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's a waste of my time. I can be doing something that I'm actually good at.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No true facts but it does it does create like a it creates an obstacle though. Yeah, as we both know. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> so, but you started getting kind of like panic attacks during high school. But what I'm I'm not I I know since like unpacking a lot of stuff in therapy I kind of see now what patterns I've been kind of like mm-hmm. going through. What. Because I, my dad... Okay, let me just go ahead and just put it out there. My dad was abusive, uh, verbally, physically. Uh, things were not cute at home. And my mom was the breadwinner. She was, you know, going to work.
0: Your mama was the breadwinner?
1: Yes. Your
0: dad didn't work?
1: He did, but he didn't make as much money as her, like, at all. Hmm. Yes. So that I can... When when as I'm unpacking a lot of this stuff about my dad a huge part of me is like trying to give him the benefit of the doubt um, be- I, I know <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <that lip>. because <laughs> the healthy way that I was like trying to frame it was okay like most parents right and this may trigger some parents um, but my dad whenever I talk about it and try to put it into a healthy frame of mind is He was doing the best with what he knew. And unfortunately, he didn't know a lot.
0: Yeah,
1: well. And so, and my mom also was trying to figure it out, right? And so for many years, I thought that she was like the innocent one in a lot of my trauma, upbringing, patterns of thinking. But, you know, she had a role in it, too. So, it's just like, great. Just fucked up all around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my mama wasn't no saint. She damn sure wasn't no saint. Yeah. I love her. And she'll always be my favorite. And we were really close. But a lot of my trauma comes from her, too. Mm -hmm. A lot of it comes from my dad. But a lot of it also comes from my mama.
1: Yeah. Um
0: but, again, she did the best with what she knew. She had mental illness as well, and hers wasn't as actively treated as mine is. So, and I think hers was probably, she, I think she was under-medicated. Okay. In regards to her mental illness.
1: Yes. Uh, and speaking of meds, I i got on meds. They made me feel real loopy and real zombie-like. I could have explored other but I, I would just wean myself off and which then, is not
0: medically recommended so don't do that <laughs> please
1: whoopsie doops. <laughs> 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 yeah I I just really took that kind of into my own hands which I again you're not supposed to do but you know we all we, we all, I
0: just don't want our listeners to be like, "I heard on a podcast that I can wean myself off my crazy pill." Right? Yeah.
1: No, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But I'm, you know, I'm trying to. But everybody's different, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have your meds; like, they work amazing for you. I'm trying to do it through more of a holistic way. And just I'm trying to figure it but if it doesn't work I'm I'm like hi I'm here for the pills again right you know but um.
0: and you probably wouldn't have to be on as much as I am on because like I said I've got five disorders Mm -hmm. five of them yes that I'm dealing with yeah so I'm on a lot of medication (laughs) it's right a (laughs) A lot of
1: huge like collective sigh yeah but hmm.
0: we're working through it
1: well that's all we can do right yeah Uh,
0: (laughs) but the thing is I know every time I react to something in a certain kind of way I have spent the time that it takes to trace back like what instance in my past has caused this response
1: yeah and it's like but there's criticism of that too right because I've kind of talked about you know I had a big heart-to-heart conversation with my brother not too long ago because I was going through it like a couple of months ago and I was just like in the bed just laid up right Mm -hmm. and he came in and he was like what's going on with you man That's my brother. That's the impression of my brother. He does not sound anything like that. Um, But we were talking, and again, a lot of people don't understand, right? So it's it's hard for people who don't have any kind of mental illness. Oh, they have
0: no fucking clue. No idea. They have no way to relate to you. They don't understand, like they don't even know yeah
1: even with my mom she's like what do you have to worry about and i'm just like "Uh, well um let's talk about the things you did to me okay (laughs) yeah but he was just like and i get this piece too like if, if i didn't know how to connect with somebody i would probably say some shit like this too like why don't you just focus on what's ahead instead of like thinking about what happened the past because like i was trying to tell them, you know i'm trying to like dig into my past just kind of like learn like where this behavior is coming from where these thought processes are coming from why i tick so that way i can kind of you know unlearn Mm -hmm. these mechanisms in order to heal from my past and be able to move forward but he just doesn't get that. But the the tricky part too is if you think too much about your future, that's when anxiety does set in. Yeah. You know, I think I read something somebody sent me. Um, you know, like a meme or a picture kind of thing that said, you know, fearing the 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 future is anxiety. Thinking about your past is depression. Right. Um, so it, that's why it's so important to be, you know, in the present moment. <laughs> <laughs> And come back to center, you know all that stuff. And I and I I'm into that woo, whatever. But I also make fun of it. So um, and to be mindful and all that great stuff. So it's it's a tough battle, yo. <laughs> Did you zone out there for a minute?
0: Yeah, I was I was <laughs> like, this bitch is being the center of the universe, and I'm just standing in a garden eating chocolate flowers. <laughs> that's that's where I was. Literally, that's what I was thinking about.
1: <laughs> I need you need to invite me to this garden next time. I want to eat chocolate roses.
0: Right, that's just bomb. Cause I'm so good at visualizing, and I'm all of my senses are really intense on that side. Mm. So it's I should just do that when I'm hungry. It's just like meditate, go there, <laughs> eat some shit, calorie free, come back here and be skinny.
1: <laughs> That's also not recommended, by the way. <laughs> Don't just go to the astral plane and eat. Don't go to your doctor and be like, you know, I heard this bitch on the podcast oh. <laughs> say that I could just go to this other world in my brain and meditate about eating. My <laughs> so doctor would be like, well, your metabolic rate is not, you know, it's just some bullshit.
0: Mm. All right, let's do our sponsor message.
1: She's like, I'm done talking about it. <laughs> I I... I have so much more to ask you and to say, but I don't want there to okay, be... Okay,
0: bitch. Okay. What you got to ask me? Ask me. I
1: don't know. I I, I don't know how deep you want to go. I mean, because, I mean, I got a lot of shit to talk about my dad. But again, like, we're not trying to make this like a two-hour yeah. podcast. But...
0: We can do episode. a part two.
1: Yeah, we could do a part two. Yes. That would be actually great. Yes. And then two okay bitches listen i'm gonna call you out for just a second like we always ask for feedback and nobody really says anything for besides oh you guys are great and you're funny and you're, you're great together and we like you know love how comfortable you are with you. okay great yeah we already know that that's why we're doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> like we get that we know we're cool we know we're funny we know we get along great and that we can just bullshit but like come on like guys like engage a little bit here that's just my little <laughs>
0: really you're wow okay
1: I know I'm complaining about you bitches <laughs> no I'm not complaining I well just-
0: we're being blunt okay so like we just want to interact with y'all like if there's a topic you want to hear us talk about if there's advice that you need if there's something that like you don't like how my chair squeaks the whole time on the podcast because I mean I've been a little bit more aware of it now nobody said anything but I hear um,
1: it. if you are worried about a creak in a chair you can go suck a dick i mean this (laughs) and i mean like and and a small micro one at that because bitch i mean we're we are in the process of getting a new mic um at some point and i don't does that mic do like noise cancellation or something
0: it's really nice yeah
1: okay see you like i don't know any of this techie shit i'm just like yeah just buy it but um okay move fly okay <laughs> we got a little business It's all about you. We got a visitor. Yeah, they always are. But yes. Anyways, please. Um, yeah, come on now. You better slide into our DMs and let us know what's up and what you think. And she's just over here shaking her head. All right, all right, bitch. Just go into the sponsor message. Just pretend there's some music here. Do 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 do. Sponsor message.
0: This episode is sponsored by Coffee and Cardamancy. I now have a book now button on my Facebook page and Instagram profile. I don't know how else I can make it easier for y'all to get your cards read, but if you have any suggestions, let me know. Thanks for all your support in keeping these cards flipped. So I don't have any specials for August yet, but when I do, I will let you know on the podcast so you can book. Or you can just go ahead and book anyway.
1: Oh, you know what? So your birthday is in a week from today. That's right. And so maybe you can just have like a birthday special. It's your birthday, but then they, you know, they get some kind of...
0: They get readings and then I get money.
1: Now that's an idea. (laughs)
0: Well, see, I'm only 35. 34,
1: bitch. Oh, yeah. 34. 34,
0: okay. Why do you want to (laughs) be? I don't.
1: 34.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, that's your sponsor message. <laughs> 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 i don't know the specials gonna be i'll let them know all,
1: right, we'll them all know. right
0: so now we're gonna go on our audience listener question
1: okay so this audience listener wanted to get some tips on self-confidence so to which we you know we replied you know it's funny that you think that we have that figured out but you know apparently this beautiful wonderful i love you girl we love you girl listener yeah, I love you thinks we have self-confidence which is which is funny because i'm like um yeah like I, I replied to her i said it's it's funny that you think we have that figured out because honey we sitting up here with our mental health issues just trying to figure the sh- right? shit the fuck out
0: i told Dino, i was like i cry because i'm ugly every week
1: and i was like <laughs> bitch get out of here
0: but I don't, maybe maybe she means like self-confidence and just being who we are and not giving a fuck because I have self-confidence in that because I just don't care anymore.
1: Well, right. We And I thought about our first episode too when we talked about not giving a fuck and it's it's kind of a, um, I hope I'm using this word right. You know where it's better than I do. It's kind of like this dichotomy, right? Of like having mm-hmm. like, Really, like, self-awareness and self-confidence, but also, like, on the other hand, you know, fe- falling into the pits of insecurity. And, you know, it's it's a balancing act. It it really is.
0: <clears throat> I find that a lot of insecurities come from when you care too much about what other people think of you. Right. So, I feel like this person would have to be, because she's married to somebody that has disability in the community, kind of, sort of. But i feel like this person is trying to maintain standards that are not really necessary and that it's causing her self-confidence issues people love you for who you are anyway you don't have to hold uphold any kind of any magical facade or anything you can just be yourself and you'll be fine because we try so much to do all this shit to make ourselves look good to other people for what If they don't feed you, fuck you, or finance you. Okay. It does not matter. Their opinion does not matter.
1: Nope. At all. I find, yeah, a lot of people struggle with that. That kind of. Especially, you know, coming from a small town. In
0: the South.
1: In the South. And, like, just putting on. Just putting on a show. Putting on for folks. I mean, I've never. I would never say never, but, like. I, I know you haven't either like you don't subscribe to that right like again if they're not there's three f's if they're not fucking you financing you and feeding you right. then I um, mean bitch even if they are fuck them <laughs> Just, you know
0: I mean even still you you can't let someone's opinion of you hold too much count Because at the end of the day, you're the one that has to live and walk in your shoes. So what really matters is what you think of yourself. And that should only be influenced by your opinion of yourself, not by the opinion of others
1: on you. Right. And so I think if you want to use tools like we were talking about, like meditation or any kind of like grounding or just any kind of exercise where you get to have your own me time and I know for this listener it's it's hard because I know she's oh my god so busy <laughs> just be bopping and that's another thing you know you a lot of us have that busy badge you know
0: you need some time to yourself for one
1: that way you can actually get to know who exactly you are right. that way you can put your attention to what you think really matters and so what instead of what other people think that matters for you or mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And so you need to kind of just get to a point where you are comfortable in your own skin and say yes to all of that and say no to every other fucking thing. Yeah. Right. So.
0: Because I feel like you're very you could very much be a yes man when it comes to some stuff.
1: Well, a lot of us have that disease, you know, This and, and girls, I'm too, just too. have, like, the disease to please, and...
0: It damn sure is a disease. I'd be tired of... <laughs> come on, man.
1: And I just got you... That's, that's the reason why I got you that book. I gave her her birthday present a week early.
0: Yes, I loved them
1: so um if anybody back to me <laughs> so and so the book i got you was untamed by glennon doyle so if you guys i'm highly suggesting that book i've been like super obsessed with her i've been listening to the audiobook myself i been kind of going down a rabbit hole of um interviews and the you know speaking engagements that she's been a part of and i just really like identify with what she's been talking about so yeah because Untamed, like uh, that's the thing. Like, all of us have been tamed and put into a cage of what we think society wants us to do. And so, like, untame that bitch. So,
0: really, what society wants you to do is be your fucking self so they don't feel so bad about being themselves. Absolutely. People tell me all the time, thank you so much for being real, raw, and honest. And I'm like, I'm too lazy to be anything else. (laughs) So, you're welcome.
1: Yeah, so I I would think, uh, yeah, I think those those are kind of great ways. That those are good places to start, uh, especially when it comes to self confidence. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna say? Self care. Yep. Say no. Yep.
0: Affirmations during meditation. If you can get some private time to yourself, you can do it while you're shitting on the toilet.
1: Or you know, if you're in the car, uh, which I think I think you're in yeah. the car a lot. So mm-hmm. you know, instead of blasting some country music or some trap rap.
0: <laughs> don't listen to meditations while you drive though. Cause she could fall asleep.
1: Yeah. Don't listen to guided ones. I just, just kind of, yeah,
0: you can put on some lo-fi and just say some lo-fi music. They have it on YouTube. If you need an example, um, it'll help decrease your brain waves to like a, a lower state. So you can connect to that side and then just, you know, state some affirmations, write that shit on your hand or whatever you can do. And just say your affirmations to yourself, or put on a podcast that makes you feel good, or whatever. Just do something for yourself. Yeah. What else?
1: Yeah, because self care is is not selfish; it's uh, it's selfful. <laughs> Sorry,
0: I don't know, but I, I like where you was going with thanks, that. And I was thanks. like, this isn't gonna be a Facebook way.
1: <laughs> no, it's just yeah, it's just me being whatever. Okay, all right. I hope that answers your question. Um, of course, you know us. We know you. So if you... You'll ma- tell
0: us if it doesn't or doesn't.
1: Right. We can, you know, expand on that. But I think that's great.
0: Yeah, I think so too. All right. We'd like to thank our patrons for supporting us. So here's a huge internet hug going out to the following people. Sarah, Nova, Nikki P, Mandy, Angela, Ashley, Allison, Edwin, Rachel, Connie, and Nikki S. Yes,
1: come through guys
0: thank you for supporting us on Patreon
1: yeah so if you want to support us on Patreon and get your name shouted out to <laughs> you, <laughs> go to patreon.com forward, forward slash, slash Blunt Best Friends uh, yeah I've been saying make that $5 I'm just like uh, you need to use like a different verb give us that $5 and make us holla okay <laughs> Oh okay. good. I can't do that I can't do that oh that okay yep can't do that can anyways well all right all right guys that's all we have for you this week um and if you want a little bit of advice from us here it goes stay classy
0: a little bit trashy and, and be yourself, yourself because, because you're enough we'll talk to y'all next week